Welcome to They That Hope with Father Dave and Bob, seeing humor and hope in a crazy world. And I'm Deacon Bob, everybody. Yep, baby. It's pretty and I'm sweet. I'm still nothing changed here. Just still old <laughs> Father Dave. So same I'm, st- old I'm stuck in that Padre. same old location. Oh, uh, that was great. Congratulations. We're going to talk a lot about this, Bob. Yes. That's so it was great. It's the story of the day. It but is first, the story of the day. But first, one year ago today, I was in quarantine for oh, COVID. Is that right? How do you know that? Did your phone just remind you? Well, happy memories. And well, it's no, just you, it's, like, it's on not the toilet, that hard like, to remember Bleh. because. <laughs> there was an image I didn't need. No, it was right before Thanksgiving. I got out the oh, yeah, day yeah, before yeah. Thanksgiving. Yeah. And so it was like, I was just praying when I was in my prayer time this morning. I was just praying about what a year it's been. Yeah. Uh, what it's a, been. What a decade it's yeah, been. Yeah, seriously. Seriously. <laughs> like I mean, it. in some ways it's been a great year and in other ways it's just been a really difficult, hard year. But so it was just funny to think in one year ago today, it's a good thing COVID's over. 15 days to <laughs> flatten the curve, baby. <laughs> I'm sure somebody put a highlight reel together that has all the things that they were telling us along oh, the way. Oh, I know. Oh, well, actually, that would be really, really I mean, funny. Just like the, the the changing narrative. Not that anybody knew what was going on, you know. So I don't I don't mean any hostility with yeah, it, but that was yeah. just the way it was, and still kind of is, I guess. Still kind of is. Yep. What's going on in Austria with our students? Crazy. Well, the students are doing fine. Okay. Yeah, the students are fine. But for those the, listening, I, I heard Austria was doing a severe lockdown. Yeah. They're, they're kind of going back to like what we were the first 15 days. It's not going to start for a little while, which I don't understand. It's like things are really, really bad. And we're going to start really getting serious in about three weeks. So <laughs> I, I don't understand that. Right. But, but our students are fine. But yeah, they're, actually their numbers are as high as they've ever been. Their, um, the COVID numbers the in COVID the numbers, Yeah, yeah, yeah. The COVID numbers are high. A lot of people, that I think it's the Delta variant. And, and is this the case, I think, with the Delta variant here is that it's not as fatal, but a lot of people get it, and it's a lot easier to get. So yeah. I just saw that, uh, I heard last night, I didn't know this, that Roethlisberger had COVID. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. So you just like all came the, back. All the quarterbacks had COVID. <laughs> what are they doing in their <laughs> meetings? <laughs> Yeah, the Steelers lost last night. I heard about that. I went to bed. So did I. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way on the East yeah, Coast I can watch like an entire game. Forget about it. No, but that was and Notre Dame won. So that that's a pretty good weekend. That's pretty a good win. weekend. Yeah, yeah, that's a win. The, Buc- the Buccaneers are playing tonight. We're recording on Monday, so by the time you hear this, the Buccaneers will have routed the New York Giants. I really, oh, they're playing I the hope. Giants. Give they're me a the break. Giants. Now, the Giants this- have always been Brady's kryptonite, though. So there's okay. a little bit of psychological. Well, that's true, actually. There. That's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. But you said you had a pair, special pair of socks on because of this, right? So I'm not superstitious, but I'm, I'm, <laughs> I wore my special I'm just, socks. I'm just a little stitious. Yeah, yeah. And um, well, I realized today. So whenever the Bucks play, I wear my Buccaneer socks, and whenever I go to a Cavs game, I wear my Cav my Cavalier socks. I can't wear my Cavs socks every time they play because there's just too much basketball going on. I don't actually think it has anything to do with the outcome of the game because, again, being a longtime Buccaneers and Cavaliers fan, I have no expectations. But I did have a funny oh, moment a, yesterday. Oh, that's true, I guess. Yeah, yeah no, it's it very just true. just win a world, the Super Bowl. Though. I know, but that was a fluke. Yeah. Um, but I did actually, like yesterday, be like, wait a second. I'm going to a Cavs game, and there's a Buccaneers game. And I really had a moment When of, are you going to the Cavs game? Tonight. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I, I just didn't remember that invitation. But that's fine. Yeah, it didn't come. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. It is. You've, you got to vest me. Yeah, that's true. That's I've got true. to dole Hold out off. the smaller Hold honors yeah, yeah, to yeah. other, you know, other people are like, why didn't you ask me? I'm like, do you want to go to a Cavs game? They're like, yeah, that's way better. <laughs> yeah. So, Well, that's not true. But. No, it's totally not true. But they don't know that yet. Who they, they, they haven't tonight? seen the game. Who, the Brooklyn Nets. Ooh. 
So and they're a good team. Plan, okay, yeah, yeah and yeah. Uh, the Cavs are okay as long as they're not injured. They just got they were rocking the world, and then they got a slew of injury and COVIDy things. So they've had three days off. So hopefully they'll come out of the gate. And did they cancel like games? Game. No, they okay, just keep okay. playing with backups and backups and backups. Okay, okay. So, good times. Yeah. Did you pay attention to Kyle Rittenhouse getting acquitted? Did you? You know, Give that much attention? Well, I saw that. Yeah, that was all going on in the background of like, I getting think it was the invitation. day before your ordeal, yeah, wasn't but, it? Uh, yeah, I think it was. It was funny. Not really knowing much about it, I tried to just look, and the listeners know, I always try to look at all the media sources. So Fox News was like celebrating this as the greatest victory for America. America yeah. And then CNN had my favorite article. It said, Five misconceptions we were disabused of during the Rittenhouse trial. I was like, what does that even mean? And then yeah. I just read it, and they're like, well, I guess he doesn't live that far away. And, yeah, I guess he was getting well, the crap family, he, out of he, And his family did live in, in, in Canada. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But it didn't, like, okay it didn't come there. to any conclusion. It just seems, no. like, sad. Yeah, it's sad. I mean, it's just a tragic story. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's actually, that's a great way to put it. I mean, there, there was a whole question on whether or not he should have been tried for what he tried for, accused of what he was accused for. I mean... At least you look at the videos and it looks, I mean, the guy's got a gun in his face, so it does look like self-defense. But again, I think your point, actually, that's really, that's really way good put it, a good way of putting it. Yeah. It's sad. It's sad for he and his family and the impact that that's going to have on his life. It's sad for the people who died yeah. um, in, in their families and the impact that that has on their life. Yeah. And, and, and then and it becomes more divisive, as you right. stated, depending on who you're listening to or what you were watching, there was... There was cheers and crying and, and wonderful, and this is the worst day in America. So yeah. it's just, there's no... There's no win there. Yeah, I yeah. mean, and, and I think it's also an example of, like, media. It felt like, just, again, not really following it very well, it, it felt like one of those movies that gets hyped up, and then it's not as good as you thought it was, and then you just kind of want to forget about it. Like, it seemed like both media outlets were trying to hype this up as, like, right. the next... And sadly... Media is, enter, you know, enter, news is entertainment media. They're trying to get ratings. Yeah. So this sounded like they all, I mean, they sit in, a, I know people that work in the news media, you do too. They literally sit in a room and say, what's the story? What's the number one, what's the narrative? What are we going to, because they, there's so many other stories to choose from. Mm -hmm. They just try to pick whatever one they think will probably agitate the viewers the most. Yeah. And and when I just heard all the details of this, I'm like, this just sounds sad. Yeah, like, it, was, it was kind it just of just tragic. with my kind of, intrigued with the law. It was an interesting law case about yeah. self-defense and how Wisconsin works and just the, the trial itself. I mean, there was this one scene that it just became clear to the prosecution that you were going to lose. And one of the other prosecuting attorneys, he just literally put his head down what, on the table and started crying. Well, it was, it was the image that they have of, of the guy that was shot. This particular was, person wasn't killed, but he has a gun pointed at Rittenhouse. And he said, did he shoot you before you pulled out the gun? No. Well, so he shot you after you pointed a gun at his head. Yes, so I mean that it, was the it end was, of it. Yeah, well, and yeah. that just again, again, it was it was hard. Again, I think your point is really well taken. That it's just a difficult, hard situation. Yeah. But that, from a legal standpoint, the the attorney's like, oh my gosh, we just we just yeah, lost. You're, you're done. Yeah, we just and, lost. And not guilty doesn't mean you had no culpability in the situation. Right, too. And, that, I mean, and, just, and that was you know, one of the other questions is that there, there was some discussion whether or not they tried to overcharge him, yeah. you know, get caught up in everything that was going on. Um, yeah, yeah, so that's right. Not guilty didn't mean that some horrible things didn't happen. Right, you that know, he didn't but, have some but, responsibility, but, that they didn't have some responsibility. But to that end, it, it is one of the things in our country is that you are innocent until you're proven guilty. And, and there, yeah. there, it was kind of played out that, that the state had the charges that they wanted to get him for and they couldn't prove it. 
and that's it. Yep. Yep. So it was, it. it was just, again, I, and, and we continue to pray for them, pray for, yeah. yeah, it's oftentimes the loved ones of the families that, that were hurt on both right. sides, on both sides, right. but they just kind of get forgotten. So we continue to keep them in our mind and heart. Yeah. So, Yikes. Yep. That's what's going on in our world today. Okay. Well, how about some happy news? Okay. Uh, speaking of a Northern state, wait, yeah, yeah. Minnesota. Yeah. Minnesota. Yes. Minnesota is a Northern state. Bob. It's right next to Wisconsin, right? Yep. Nice. You nailed it. I did. It's hard to believe I grew up in Chicago. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, we just got some wonderful candy from some listeners in... You got to hold up your candy. Listeners or listener? The notes from Peter. Okay. You know what? Maybe listener. But okay. then You're his, probably right. Um, well, who... Uh, this was she, from... She sent me a little... Uh, maybe his little is sister. Is it Morgan? Um, I think it's Magdala. Magdala. I don't have my class. She drew me a little picture of my guitar playing in heaven. Oh, I which is sweet. Your, okay, that's great. Um, but no, Peter was the one that gave us Milky Way. Um, and a thousand grand. And a so thousand, a hundred grand. Yeah, a hundred thousand grand. He, he apparently, <laughs> li- not apparently, he listens to the, it's to a hundred, the podcast. It's a hundred grand, which would be a hundred thousand, but it can't be a hundred thousand grand because that would be a million. That might not be accurate, but it's. I was really close. Stick with the story. Okay, anyway. So thank you, Peter, for giving us a shout-out. He came on campus, actually. This is one of my favorite things he said. He said he, he toured Franciscan. He loved the unborn baby memorial. And then he put parenthetically, actually, my brother— Did he write parenthetically? I, I was going to say. I'm saying it out loud. I was going to say, where to go, Peter? Right. He said, my brother toured Franciscan, so I had to come because my parent did not trust me to be home alone. I'm still that way. <laughs> Peter, thank you so much. And all of you guys that sent emails and other... Oh my gosh, you, guess what? I got an email. Wait, this is so exciting. Let me just say real quick, Peter asked about vocation story. We, we're oh, not yeah. going to do mine this time because we're going to talk a little bit about yours, but we will do that in the, in the future. That was a great question. Uh, somebody's sending me a guitar. That's what you said. That's I know. unbelievable. It's incredible. We're, well, when it comes, I'll bring it into the uh, studio. That's but one of our listeners out on the West Coast has a studio and he said... I was listening to the podcast. I have some extra guitars. I'm trying to like, you know, get rid of things. I mean, not like he's trying to throw yeah, things yeah, away. Yeah, like yeah. it's a genuine, like he was realizing I probably don't need as much as I have. And, and apparently like Dave Matthews and Eddie. Get out of here. It. Yeah. I'm going to start thinking about things that I might need. <laughs> That's awesome. That's just, I mean, people you are You got so, your mural for crying out loud. People are, it's not a mural for crying out loud. It's a mosaic. Oh, people are so thoughtful. Like I'm Seriously, always, yeah. I'm always amazed at it. Little acts of kindness that people do, it's just, yeah. Or yeah. massively huge Taylor guitar-sized acts of kindness. That's unbelievable, actually. Well, maybe it won't happen. Maybe it was just a joke. I haven't gotten it yet. Maybe it was me who sent that email. <laughs> <laughs> Darn you, Pavanka! That's, right, that's, right, that's right. Darn you! And that's a good segue. On Tuesday, November 30th, Franciscan University of Steubenville will participate in Giving Tuesday. Dun, dun, dun. And a- oh, that didn't fit. Yeah. An annual worldwide day of giving. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's not just an us thing? Like everybody gives stuff? Like us, just Steubenville, or us like world. in the United States? I don't know. Well, I don't know about the world, but certainly it's prevalent in the United States. All Giving Tuesday gifts to Franciscan University will fund our top priority. Scholarships. Student scholarships and financial aid. That's it. 
Your entire gift supports the merit and need-based financial aid that 90% of our students rely on. Gifts of any amount are welcome, but those who give $250 or more will receive... Oh, this is, again, is this... They keep writing things as if you're going to read them. Oh, we'll receive. We'll receive a signed copy of my most recent book, Living Metanoia. Oh, cool. Finding Freedom and Fulfillment in Christ. That's awesome. It'll, he'll sign the I could actually sign it, too. No, you won't. I definitely That's, won't. Yeah. I would love to do that. Well, you're going to have to. I just said you're going to. Giving Tuesday is November 30th, but you can give now at franciscan.edu slash giving Tuesday. franciscan.edu slash giving Tuesday. Thank you for helping our students in need. That's fantastic. And in honor of this, of the candy, we're we're shooting for north of a hundred grand, a hundred thousand grand. But people are so generous in that. So Which again, and it goes straight to scholarships. So we appreciate everybody's support. They can find that on Facebook, Instagram. That's right, Father Dave. Oh, we do this video. <laughs> that was you. That was me. I was, I'm the voice of Friar Fritz. So if you haven't seen the, the Giving Tuesday video that I think is out there a little bit, but will yeah. be a big release on the next, today and in, in, in this entire week, there's a voice of this dog that we've the had. The dog's Fritz been around for a while, for, for a for, couple for, years. Right. This is the third time. Fritz comes out every Giving Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this one, oh, I learned that Fritz could talk. And I had somebody <laughs> said to me, who is the voice? And I said, you know, honestly, I have no idea. And now I know. And now, now you Let's know. Let's hear it's it me. again. That's right, Father Dave. Oh, my gosh. That's Scooby. That's not No, Fritz. no, no. I actually had to work on it because I started very Scooby-ish and I had to take out the, um, you know, rash right, Robert Rafe. So I had to pull it back. But, you know, mentally you hear a dog speak and doesn't <laughs> everybody right, think Scooby-Doo? Right. That's right. There's not a lot of go-tos. Yeah. I, was, I actually was like, when I was asked to do it, I like, was like Googling like dog voices. And they also like What other like dogs Scooby-Doo. are there? There's Underdog, but he's basically just got a regular and voice. Nobody knows who that is. Um, well, that is a bold-faced lie right there. Oh, I know what it is. Do you remember the song? Yes. Go for it. We've got other things to do. When we, criminals in this world <laughs> appear to... Underdog. Underdog. Yep. Fear and lightning, power and thunder. thunder. Yes. There's, there's, there's a great show. Underdog was a great show. And oh. Get Smart. Oh, man. Get yeah, Smart. great shows. Oh, my goodness. That was a great... And that had a great theme song, dun, too. Dun, dun, yeah. Done. Yep. You're right. Yeah. That's great. The movie so, wasn't too bad. Did you ever see yeah, the movie? Yeah. <laughs> There were some really funny scenes in that movie. <laughs> some really funny <laughs> scenes. And on that note, we're probably going to get bad emails because there are probably some bad scenes too. Oh, are there? I don't know. I don't know. I watched, those, I watched it when I was younger. I know. I know. But yeah, you, you did a great job with that video. So thank you so much, Bob. Yeah, thank you. So please give. Uh, and it really, every, every penny goes to our most important need, which hands down student scholarships. So. And guitars for Bob Rice. And guitars for Bob Rice. No, so no, Bob, none of your dollars will go to that, but I can start a separate So point. I'm going to go... I don't need I'm, one, actually. I'm going to give one. my perspective. Uh, the ordination Saturday was beautiful. Yeah. So we had the great, great blessing and honor, honestly, for the campus to be able to have uh, the ordination of Bob and uh, Dr. Mike Welker on campus. And I came to understand, or I had forgotten, not forgotten, didn't realize, that is the first ordination to the permanent deacon we've had on on campus. We've had priests ordinations. 75 years. Yep, we've had bishops ordained there, priests, temp, transitional deacons, but you were it? That's awesome. So it was great from my perspective. And I just might point out parenthetically, 
Um, that Parenthetically. Uh, that when I vested you, I nailed it. You crushed it. Crushed it. And apparently I saw that. I was amazed at how, quickly. like that was the highlight for so many people. Oh, it was absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, next to us, the deacon that was vesting Mike, Rookie. I Rookie. mean, had no idea what was going on. Because I guess they put it, I guess they put it on backwards at first yeah, and then had yeah, to do it. Yeah, Because we finished up and we looked over like and having, they were- We're having a smoke. They were, <laughs> exactly. We were just chilling. The other thing that was really funny to me, at least, and awkward was- um, as we're going through the rehearsal, not that you showed up to it. Um, <laughs> Why going, am I going to show up to a rehearsal that lasts an hour for a 30-second gig? Fair enough. Fair enough. So uh, part of the thing in the rehearsal, the uh, person that was the MC for the Did liturgy. Did the other guy show up? Yeah. And he practiced. And there we go. <laughs> well, it was Cindy. He just stayed in the seats. They didn't actually practice the vesting anyway. So you were fine to not show up. But he was there. Um so one of the things was after we get vested, the MC, who this was his first run as an MC, so he was pretty excited about it, but he was very specific about how things are supposed to be. That's the role of the MC. So he said, now after you vest, you, uh, you, you're going to might want to like hug the person, but don't because the first sign of peace should be given from the deacons to the bishop. It's an interesting thing, but sure. we're like, okay, sure. you know, this isn't, I'm like sure I this is not like written it, down anywhere. I couldn't say congratulations. It couldn't be like, where to go? No, God just, bless you. Yeah. No, you just had to vest me and get out. Acted like it didn't even happen. <laughs> Pretty much. So that was like a moment. So like you vested me and I'm standing there and we're looking and at each other. And then we look over and they're still busy and we look at each other. And I think you just winked at me and just walked away. Yeah, it, was, it was, a, it was, a, instead of a sign of peace, it was, a, it was a wink of peace. It was a wink of peace. Yeah. So, it was really, it was Great. And just so, yeah, I think you mentioned before, but the deacon is vested in Dalmatic. Right. And, and it's just an honor for me to be able to do that. So it was a blessing for me. But it was a blessing for our campus to have the ordination here. Yeah. You know, honestly, to see you in the vestments, there was something about that that, that was not that different to see you in vestments. Maybe because, like, I, you see people in albs or something like that. To see you in the clerics, you know, with the black shirt. For those of you, it's the black shirt with a little white collar and, and then. That was weird. Like when you yeah. walked in your clerics, it's like, what is this, Halloween? I know. I, I know. I still feel that way. I still I, I still keep waiting for somebody to So the ordination, what was it like for off, you, the, the whole ordination? Well, it was really wonderful. I mean, it, it was absolutely a beautiful liturgy. Um, very Franciscan. That's what I loved about it. You know, we had our students playing yes. it and some great praise and worship. Yeah, yeah, they, they did beautiful. it. And, Marie, and Mary and Anna Brewer, who Lily. sang with me in yeah. the conferences and stuff. And then that one other guy that we just didn't mention, and he's listening right now. He's like, what about me? me. Um, So, I mean, what I didn't realize was how it reminded me a lot of my wedding in terms of like family coming in town, invitations going out, other things to worry about, people at my house. Yeah, all all of those things. But, you know, a lot of... um, A lot of folks from the household I've advised over the years came over, which was a joy. Family came in town. That was a joy. And then the the ordination itself, I was really able just to enter in. I was kind of glad they made me get up at 8 for a 10 a.m. mass because the the rehearsal only lasted about 45 minutes. But then I really was able just to... Kind of breathe through it. And did pray. you just stay on campus and, and just? Pray. I just stayed. Okay, good. Yeah, for you. I did. Yeah, I, did. I knew if I ran home, <laughs> it would yeah, yeah, get yeah. caught in the whirlwind yeah. of put that on. Where's this? You know. So Jenny, Jenny did all that very wonderfully for me. And yeah, it, I mean, it's I'm still processing it. I mean, it was what only two the, days ago. What about the um, the litany of saints? When you're isn't so that beautiful? It is beautiful, and it actually. Did you fall asleep? No, I didn't um, fall asleep. Just but, so you know, people, you you prostrate, you lay yourself down in front of the altar, right. and 
It's really beautiful. So all the saints are going, and I was just listening to the saints, and that was cool. And then there was a moment, and I didn't know this was coming in the litany of saints, where they just started saying, like, you know, consecrate these men for your service, pray, pray for, for them. Yeah. And, and, it, and it was just that moment, like, they're talking about me right now. Yeah. Like everybody in the church right now is praying for me. And it was very beautiful and just overwhelming. I was yeah. like, oh my goodness. So That's cool. My other favorite moment though was, even though we practiced it, it was a little bit just confusing. Contrived. Yeah, <laughs> contrived. That's not the word I would use. Mm. So um, anyway, so I got vested and yes, then I'm standing perfectly and I'm standing in front of the bishop and... Um, we're moving on to the next part of the ceremony, and i just standing in front of the bishop, and I think, well, wait, what do I do now? Like, I couldn't, sit next I couldn't to remember. Him. And, yeah, I, and, and, right. and that was somebody pointed to the chair next to him, and I'm like, oh, this is great. You know, it's like, great seats. I just got You're upgraded guaranteed. to floor seats, right. baby. You You're know, guaranteed this was, seats in oh, every big liturgy oh, you ever go it to. It was great. And then the next day was also beautiful. So, Actually, one real quick quick. Oh, yeah. um, the reception you had, uh, Bob and, and Mike had a reception on that evening. Yeah. Like I walked in there and it was a scrapbook of the last 20 years of our lives. Yeah. I mean, just people and friends and. It was so incredible. It really was. It was really, really fun. So yeah. That was great. Yeah. That was, yeah, that, that reception was really a blessing. And, you know, I never actually felt super overwhelmed by the amount of people or, I mean, the Lord really paced it nicely. That's you know, awesome. It was just, it was yeah. just the right amount of folks that came and those who couldn't, thanks for your prayers, all the texts I got, it was it was really special. That's so awesome. what well, was crazy, and, and tell me what you your experience of this was. So I we finished the ordination. I go to the chapel. We get pictures taken. I'm coming back from the chapel just to take off my vestments and stuff, you know, back in the field house. And two people came up to me, and they're like, can we have your blessing? Mm -hmm. And I was like, um, yeah. So sure, if you okay, want Yeah, it. sure. And then they, like, knelt before me. And I was like, and I said, you don't have to kneel. And they looked at me like, we want to kneel. And I'm like, uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Then I, I guess you can kneel. And it was great. I gave him a blessing and like other people saw them getting blessed. And then like five or six other people like ran mm -hmm. up to me and it was awesome. It yeah. Was it's just, really humbling. Yeah. But I was also thinking, is this really working? Well, <laughs> you know, it's like, it, it's just me here. I, you I, know? I didn't feel anything, but yeah, I, no, no. The, and that's, yeah. Grace, the grace is present in because of the sacrament of ordination. Yeah. yeah. And it, it is one of those things like, yeah, the first time people ask for a blessing or ask you to do a wedding or something. I mean, you know you can do weddings, right? I do know that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's awesome. Yeah, I learned that in formation. Good for you. And baptisms. Yep. And brists. Yep. In a pinch. If 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 you needed to. Yeah. <laughs> in, That's awesome. Only in emergency situations. That's awesome. And you're going to your first you uh, celebrated or or assisted at the next mass on Sunday. Right. And that was, uh, so another cool thing that was fun, my good friend, Father Louis Morosny, we've talked about him on the show uh, because he's down in Haiti. And Continue so many to of pray you, for the missionaries So down many there. of you were helpful. And yep. I'll just shout out missiontothebeloved.com. Um, so many were so generous. Please keep being generous for that. Um, and uh, his bishop came too, which was a lot of fun, Bishop Dumas. Uh, and uh, he's, Bishop Dumas has come out for a number of things. He came out for my kids uh, Joe, my my son Joseph, who is from Haiti, he came out for his first communion. He came out for his confirmation, That's awesome. and then I invited him to my ordination, and he also came out. So That's that was awesome. a joy. That's so really great. he celebrated the mass the next day at Holy Family Parish. Uh, I got to do my first homily, and it was really. What'd cool. you preach on? Uh, Jesus, Christ the King, Christ the King, Jesus being our King. It was interesting. I was I was thinking I was just going to go just talk about Jesus, but then I realized I've got to recognize you know because I, I didn't want the homily to be about me and what I just went through, but it was also the oh, elephant quickly. in the room. How quickly? 
Exactly. Yeah, that's right. How exactly. quickly you moved. So I did. I went you gave from Jesus me. Shout out. No, I ended with <laughs> I, I culminated in right. Jesus. So, but I began with the thank yous and all those good stuff. So I know Christ, that's actually available online. I, I know Christ is the King, but, but I know I did just get ordained as that's a deacon right. the other day. So, um, so all wonderful things. So thank thank you all, your listeners, for your prayers and your emails and your texts. Uh, really, I'm still kind of just floating on the graces, and um, I, I got assigned to a parish that was not my home parish, so two weeks from now, I'm starting a new assignment uh, up the road at Blessed Sacrament. That's great. Yeah. That's a good parish. Father Mike, is that? Yeah, amazing? Father Michael Gossett. He's the chaplain of the Catholic high school, and so they, recognizing my love for young people, put me with the most active priest with young people in the that's diocese. Awesome. So that's going to be awesome. Praise God. You're going to love it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Amen. Amen. So you know what? What? Tomorrow's Thanksgiving. Do we have to do anything before that? I don't think so. Okay. We're, let's talk about Thanksgiving. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, listen to this. So do you know the first president who said we should have Thanksgiving? George Washington. Yes. Well, he was also the first president. Yeah, a lot of people attribute it to Lincoln, but oh. Lincoln was the one who brought it back. But this was the, the text. Wait, well, then here's the real question. Who got rid of it? And some of the guys just weren't very faithful to it. I'm going to blame John Quincy Adams. Okay. Turkey. But this says um, that they may unite when... Wait, what is it? When when Washington, it's the proclamation of Thanksgiving by Washington. It says that they may unite in the most humble offering of our prayers and supplications to the great Lord, the ruler of all the nations, and beseech him to pardon us and our nation for our transgressions. I mean, Lord, if we could speak like this again. Yeah. And then I love what Lincoln said. He said, I do hereby invite my fellow citizens in every part of the United States to set apart and observe the last Thursday of November. And he goes on when that's going to be. And and recommend ourselves to the most holy God and give him thanks for which he is due. And then he says, let us pray for those who are widowed and orphaned in the Mm. Civil War. And it just... And then it goes on again about the Lord's uh, praying for repentance for, for the sins of the nation and that God's almighty hand would heal the wounds of our nation and restore us as soon as it may be possible to the divine purpose for which he has given us in this country. I mean, wow, yeah, we're, we're not there anymore, right? <laughs> and, 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 and don't get me wrong. I know that, that all presidents, all men have had their faults, but I just found myself uh, yesterday and this morning just praying through just I don't know. I love Thanksgiving. I really do. There's something about Thanksgiving that I always love. And I was praying, like, where did this come from? And I knew that, yeah. that it had a long history. and But just um, a sense of gratitude for a nation. And and I realize that our nation's not perfect, right? Mm-hmm. And, and and we have struggles and difficulties. and But it's still our nation, right? And yeah. it's still our home. And I can't, I can't imagine wanting to be somewhere else. There was this interesting, I was watching this debate about somebody that said our nation was great. And, and the woman said, our nation's not great. And he said, well, who's better? And, and they pointed out another nation. It's like, he talked about some of the difficulties in that <laughs> made, right? So, but I'm just really, yeah, it's- Malta. It's, yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> great. But just a, a sense of gratitude. And, and somebody said that, and I think that we, we feel this in, in the church, like the church is not perfect and she's made mistakes and things that have been done uh, that have just been awful. But I wouldn't imagine leaving her, yeah. you know, and, and I feel the same way with our country. I loved actually what Scalia said is that our country was founded on ideals. We don't always live up to those ideals, but those ideals of which we were founded are beautiful and they're noble and they're just and they're right. And that's the continual challenge for us to be able to get back to that. But I was just thinking about 
Thanksgiving specifically yeah. and, and the blessing that that day is and, and how our presidents previously said that we have a heart of, of gratitude. And yeah, and I just want to be thankful for a lot of things. Well, and I also like the heart of repentance, yeah. you know, that, I mean, that needs to be, um, you, you know, it's kind of like, you know, when you even just read the catechism on prayer, you know, what, what are movements of prayer? Well, there's, there's acts of repentance and acts of thanksgiving and, and they, they really go they with go each hand other, in hand, right, you know, right. and um, because it's an acknowledgement, it makes you that much more thankful when you recognize that we're really not worthy of the many gifts that we've been given by God through our country and our family, you know, whatever, whatever those things are. And um, yeah, I think, you know, just a continual act of repentance, you know, yeah, is, is yeah. and even just within families, right? I mean, there's always so much tension for many people uh, within their families, like right. sadly, uh, for some, Thanksgiving is like, oh, this is great. I get to see everybody. And for others, they were like, I miss COVID. I've got to find something else <laughs> to do. My COVID Thanksgiving was the greatest Thanksgiving I've ever had in my yeah, life yeah, because yeah. I didn't have to see family. And so there can be a lot of tension during that time. And I think that message of um, reconciliation and repentance mm-hmm. and just sometimes just saying, you know, let's not make this a deal. It, it's Thanksgiving. It's almost yeah. like a, it's like, can we at least declare a truce for these next few yeah. days? And yeah. and that's I think an an important part of it. Yeah, I, when I walked the Camino, the reason I walked it is to be able to thank the Lord for letting me be a priest. And you know, I, I knelt down in front of the cathedral in Santiago, and just that's all I did is I said thank you. Yeah. You know, I thank you, Lord, for the vocation that you've given me. I love being a priest, and and for my Franciscan community, and for my family, and just went through each of my family members and just how grateful I am for them. I'm particularly grateful, I, you know, as always for family, particularly given what my family's gone through the last year and just we don't take that for granted, yeah. you know. Like you said, that there can be difficulties in families, but you never know. You never know if right. it could be the last Thanksgiving that you have with your family. So to be able to just break through that and and, and not just not accept that there's difficulties or struggles or, or things that, and that, that's not right to say not accept it, but... Don't let that get in the way yeah, of, to be of able being to, able to be family. To be, and to be, perhaps put it aside, you know, right, for a right. few days and right. uh, as, as best you can or have those hard conversations. <clears> I watched know. this one TED Talk one time and it was of a Benedictine. I think he was from Belgium and he was talking about gratitude and happiness. Mm. And he said that the two go hand in hand and he said happy people are, are, have a sense of gratitude. And somebody said, well, of course, because they're happy, then they're grateful. And he said, no, no, it's the other way around. Yeah. Is that when we, when we pray for and, and move with a heart of gratitude that recognizes and sees so many blessings around us, um, we're just happier people and there's a greater joy in our life. And, and I think partly that is a praying for that, praying for us to be able to see the blessings. Because when things are going hard and difficult, yeah. All we see is the negative or the bad things or things that God didn't do or didn't do right. the way we wanted. And and it's important for us to be able to recognize the, the way that he's present to us. It's like the VeggieTales song. Which one? A thankful heart is a happy heart. I'm glad for what I have. That's an easy place to start. Kids, sing along because I don't remember the rest. Nah, nah, nah. They want, nah, the song that I know is God is bigger than a boogeyman. God is bigger than the... Boogie man, it's a oh, that's a good veggie one. tale ones too. Yeah, the one I really like is "Cause you're my cheeseburger, you're my special cheeseburger." Poor thing switched there, didn't we? We took <laughs> sorry, folks. We took a dark turn and we went there quick. Anyway, anyway, so have maybe you'll have a cheeseburger for Thanksgiving, which you'll be grateful for, and boom, we're back on track. And have a wonderful Thanksgiving, everyone. and have a wonderful Thanksgiving, everybody. 
uh, it's a gift. Are you going to do a blessing? I think I will. Let's go. All right, rock and roll. Almighty God and Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you uh, for all the gifts you've given us, the gift of life, the gift of knowing you, Lord God, the gift of family. In a special way, we just, as we, as we approach this celebration, the secular celebration of Thanksgiving, uh, that we would continue to put you at the heart of it, uh, which is Eucharist. That's what that word means, is Thanksgiving. And so, Lord God, give us a grateful heart. Help us open our eyes to see the things around us that maybe we take for granted. And also, Lord, we just pray uh, for those families getting together, uh, those of us with empty seats at the table, particularly if it's the first time around, uh, the pain and the difficulty of that, uh, that you would be present, that you would fill that seat with your Holy Spirit and with your love and your grace. Allow this time of family reunions uh, to be a time of joy and remembrance and celebration. And just continue to guide all of us in an attitude of thanksgiving to receive the beatitude, the happiness that you call us for. And so may Almighty God bless you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Nailed it, Bob. Nailed it. Hey, thank you, everybody. And again, thanks for all your prayers and uh, shout outs. Please feel free to send us an email at hope at franciscan.edu. That's hope at franciscan.edu. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks, Roger. That didn't sound like him at all.